Simple Life Together, Episode 25, Someday Isn't on the Calendar, in an interview with Carrie Rifle of The Simple Year. Hi, and welcome to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Welcome back to Simple Life Together. On last week's show, Dan talked about how sometimes simplicity can be a little complicated, and I shared some tips on how to tackle piles of files with a smile. On today's show, Dan and I are going to reminisce a little about how we got started with this show and talk about some ideas for the future, and then we have a very special guest who is celebrating an anniversary today. It's Carrie Rifle from TheSimpleYear.com, and she joined us to talk about the amazing challenge she took on one year ago today and inspired so many others, including us, along the way. So you're just going to have to stick around for that, okay? Yeah, and you're going to have to excuse Vanessa a little bit. She's a real trooper. <laughs> and uh, She's not feeling too well, and um, she's got a bit of the crud, so... Yeah, I got a triple whammy. It hit my chest, and then my head, and then now uh, my throat is just... Yeah, I'm not sounding too good. I, I'm sorry, guys. I hope you can uh, hang with me, though. Uh, I'll hang with you. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't leave me hanging, and I had to do this all by myself. Aw. Nobody wants to listen to me. <laughs> Come on. Sure they do. <laughs> so just remember, if you have any questions or comments, you can always reach us at dan at com or vanessa at com or on Twitter. And we'll talk more about our Twitter handles and so forth at the end of the show. All right. So if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that when we have guests, Dan and I do a combined topic. So we decided that we'd like to talk a bit about the show, where we've been, and some thoughts about where it's going. Dan, why don't you lead off, and I'll jump in, since I'm not sounding too good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, no worries. Well, it's our 25th episode, so... Woohoo! Yeah, it's a little celebration on our part. And, you know, I know 25 isn't like some magic number or anything, but for us, it's a, it's a time for us to kind of reflect on how we got started with the show and, you know, and kind of where the show is going. So yeah. that's kind of what I wanted to bring up today. And then, and Vanessa, if it, I'll do most of the talking, if you don't mind. And, and then Yeah, just, I'll jump in when I can. I yeah, mean, chime in when you, when you have something. Cool. Well, we've hit on this quite a few times in, in other episodes, but, you know, we just got to a point in our lives where we decided we wanted to simplify our life a bit. And for us, that meant somewhere between consumerism and minimalism. And we're not really exactly sure how to define it other than simple. But we know it's not consumerism, we know it's not minimalism, and like we're not raising chickens or sewing our own clothes or anything yet. <laughs> Although that but, would be cool. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. We're just not at that Especially level. Especially you, you eat so many darn eggs. <laughs> I do. And some yard bird. I'm good for some yard bird on a big green egg, you know? So, but oh. we're not at that level yet. We're no. just kind of average folks who yeah. are, are really kind of on this journey to simplify a little bit. Yeah. And we were looking for a community to... I guess they'll look to for support and, and in some cases some guidance or share our victories and all right. that along the way. But we didn't we just didn't find one. So we had that going on. And then I've also had this like burning desire to start a podcast for years. Yeah. And and I always said, someday I'm gonna start a podcast. You know, I said that for how long? I mean years. I mean at least four years. At least. Yeah. And so no matter how many times I looked at the calendar I never found someday on there. Right? <laughs> really? <laughs> it's just not there. So we got the simplicity thing going on on one side and my this burning desire to do a podcast on the other mm -hmm. and looking for that community as part of simplifying. And I got to thinking that maybe the community that we were looking for was looking for us too. So I floated the idea by you and uh -huh. <laughs> you know, I float things by Vanessa for a sanity check. I always do. 
And to my surprise, you were like, let's go for it. She it. was all for it. I was like, so, let's do it. Let's stop messing around. One, one, I was tired of him talking about. <laughs> yeah. I want to do a podcast. What should I talk about? I was like, people want to listen to you. You've got a lot to share. But then when he you know, he came up with this idea, and I was like, wow, I get to talk? Yeah. Sweet. This is good. <laughs> yeah, I was doing a lot of talking, not a lot of doing. There you go. I was all, all hua, no dua, as I didn't we used, say. To say, yeah, as we used right. to say in the military, all hua, no dua. So, uh, so anyway, that's how Simple Life Together was born. And so I figured I, I brought some of the tech simplicity and some of the military stuff, you know, like the communication techniques and so forth that I talked about. I bring that to the mix. Sure. And every once in a while, I throw a funny in there. That helps. Oh, every, oh just every now and, and again. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> Vanessa brings the total organizer background mm-hmm. to the mix. And so it was like, you know, peanut butter and chocolate in the Reese cups. I thought, you know, it was, <laughs> we'd be great match. together, you know? <laughs> so, uh, and together we have just, we've got a lot of life experiences and we've been simplifying our lives for a while. So yeah. we figured, let's just go ahead and get this thing started. And honestly, we say this a lot, but we've just been amazed at the number of people who felt just like we did and kind of joined up, whether it was just uh, downloading the podcast and listening to us as they work out or commute or sharing their experiences with us and just telling how they've been inspired. I mean, that is, it's not just amazing. I mean, it's totally blown us away, really. I mean, I can't even describe the feeling of when you're helping others. You don't even know it. You're just being honest and true to yourself and sharing a a passion and to be able to link and connect with others that you don't even know. Yeah. But to know that you're impacting them, not just across the country, but across the world. And I mean, it's, yeah, it's just amazing. I've never experienced anything like that. I just think it's really cool. And so, and you know, then the reality of it is, we're they're they're doing it all themselves. Yes. Uh-huh. And and you know, we might have just said something, or maybe just because we're doing it, they figure, well, heck, if they could do it, I could do it. Sure. So it's not like we're we we can take any credit for that. It's but it is it it is a cool feeling, you know, that we get to. Be in some small way, be a part of that. Yeah, and then we learn from them too. That's what's amazing too. All That's why time. I like community because yeah. people just share different ideas. And you know, we are not our heads aren't inflated to where we won't listen to suggestions and advice and ideas and we've gotten tons. And so, so that's the other, I guess, kind of side effect that I really enjoy too about this podcast. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I guess where I started out, I said like 25 isn't a magical number, but we're having some pretty strong feelings about the show and the future of the show. And we think a, a lot of people listen to the show and like we were just talking about, they take positive steps in their lives not because of anything that we really say or do, I'm sure, but just because they know that they're not alone in the fight. And there's and that's an awesome feeling to know that you're not alone in the fight. So we're kind of thinking of some logical next steps. And we're I guess this is really a, a call for some help. We need some help and some advice from all of you on where we go from here with the show. Right. And what we're considering is uh, the show is going to go on. So let's, we'll get that. Uh, we'll yeah. clear the air of that. The yeah. show is going to go on. We love doing it, and um, and we like Vanessa. Just you just said we learn as much from people who listen to the show as yeah. I'm, I'm sure more than than they get from us. And I, but I think there's more. All right, and I think the one thing that we have been talking about with each other, and we ran this by the folks in the Edit and Forget It Challenge too, to ask for their opinion because there is a lot of interaction over there on that Facebook page, and we're considering a community site for the show where there's more interaction and maybe some videos and some tutorials and 
uh, forums to share experiences that are arranged by topic and so forth. Oh, that'd be cool. Be- because one of the things about Facebook is, you know, it's if, a stream, right? It's a stream, yeah. And and in that that chronological stream, if somebody has a question, let's just say about photo organizing, either we go in or somebody who else is is part of the challenge, more than likely, they go in and they give a suggestion, then it's just lost. In it's the just feed. lost in that feed after yeah. a while. Yeah, it's not categorized at all. Right. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, and I mean, so yeah, it's and that's the big thing too is it's not categorized, so you you can't just go in there and and search for that and find it. Where on a forum, it's all categorized topically, right? You know, so we're considering that. We're also considering some products for the community too. Like I've been asked numerous times already that if they, people said if you did a video screencast to go along with the Evernote simplified parts one and two, they said I would buy that. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I had quite a few already wow. who said that. Hey, sh- that were great shows. I learned a lot. I'm yeah. working my way through. But if you had a, if you had a video on that, I would have bought it right there. Yeah. Sure. And, and so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I get lost in the audio. <laughs> I, I need that visual. Yeah. I'll pay you. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm, on, I'm considering some of that stuff. You uh, should. So something like that would be be great to host on a community site too. Yeah. It would be an, a total investment on our part if we do it. Um, and and if there's not enough interest in the community, you know, so be it. But if there is enough interest, if enough people are interested, then I may actually. And I know you're you've made a total shift in your business. Yeah, yeah. Recently, yeah. And so I may stop doing other client work if there was enough call to do something like this because I love. I love this stuff. Yeah, it's very rewarding and it's fun and Yeah. Or I'd uh, at least seriously draw down on my client work right. to, to support the community. But I just don't know if there's a enough need on that. But Or hours of the day. Or hour yeah, because we don't wanna we don't wanna take on more and more and more. Right. That's not what, something's that's not what the show's give. about. Yeah, we've talked about this is like something's gotta give. Right. You know, and it's tr- you know, it's that trying to find that right balance between you know, things that you want, things that you need and you know, meaning just that you know, balance of what, you know, you need to bring in income or whatever right. the case may be, but it's just trying, something's going to have to give, Yeah. but we're all in the effort of simplifying. We're not going to take on more. Right. We just can't possibly squeeze in without maintaining, you know, and still be, enjoy a, sim- a simple life. We'd be That's hypocrites. Right. You know? Exactly. And in the end though, it's, it's not what we want. And it's, I could wish to do this community and do this stuff all day long. It's yeah. not going to have any bearing. It's what others want. It's what you want as our community. Mm-hmm. And if you just want the podcast and that's it, hey, that's cool. But yeah. if there's an interest for a full-on community, then we're open to considering that too. So how do we know? You know, I wish I wish there was a uh, a reply button on your iPod or your <laughs> iPhone or however you're listening to this that you could just send me a note, but I know there's not. So I did a survey to ask you to please, it's one minute long, just one minute to click some boxes so we can gauge the level of interest. There's absolutely no commitment on your part yet, and there's no commitment on our part yet. We just wanted to ask you to see what you'd like to see. We really, really want your opinion. So if you could please go to simplelifetogether.com slash survey to take a one-minute survey to share your thoughts with us, we would really, really appreciate it because we really need your help on this one. We're not going to make any decisions about the community's future without your input. So, I mean, heck, you are the community. So please, if you could share your thoughts with us, it's, again, it's simplelifetogether.com slash survey. It's just four questions 
four clicks, and then there's one block where you could share anything else that's on your mind. Again, we really need your help on this one. Not to foot stop that on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But thanks so much. And honestly, we look forward to your input, your thoughts, your ideas as we go forward. No matter which way you lean on this, we want to know if you don't want it, then that's cool too. If you do want it, um, then there's different levels of different options that are possibilities there that we're open to. Right. And again, we're not going to make any call on it until we hear from you. And um, the good news is, the if you like the show, the show is still going to be around. That's so, right. <laughs> so good to go. All right. So enough about us. Um, Vanessa, why don't you introduce our very special guest? <laughs> well, I'll try here. Hopefully I don't sound too crazy. Um, well, we're really excited to share our interview with Carrie Rifle of The Simple Year. Um, I won't give you her bio now because you'll hear that in the interview itself. But I will say that she is a sister in our community. She thinks a lot like us and you, our listeners. We interviewed her on her one-year anniversary, which is today, of completing an amazing challenge. So without spoiling anything, here's the interview. We know you'll enjoy it as much as we did. You sure will. We are so lucky to have Carrie Rifle here with us today. Carrie is a middle-class working mother of two young girls and wife to an active-duty military officer, an aviator to be exact. One year ago today, just as her husband took off on a six-month-long deployment overseas, Carrie set out on her own exciting adventure of not buying anything new for one year. Although her family has the means to buy the things they need and want, she realized much of it they really didn't need, and so in an effort to cut down on the waste, she set out to do one thing, live simply. And so she decided to chronicle her journey, adventures, and challenges on her blog, The Simple Year. We first heard about Carrie through Joshua Becker's blog, Becoming Minimalist, and we're immediately drawn to her incredibly funny and inspiring blog. We are very excited to have her join us today. Carrie's story resonated so strongly with us, and we knew it would be a perfect fit for Simple Life Together listeners. And so without further delay, welcome to the show, Carrie. Thanks what? for joining us. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Well, you know, Carrie, we always start off with all of our interviews with this question. Okay. Who are you, and how are you making lives simpler? Well, I feel like I got a good intro from you. (laughs) I think that what you said is accurate. I'm pretty much, I guess, the mom in the carpool lane. I'm, I'm I'm the same as you and probably many of your listeners. Um, I have children that are school age. I have a, an active duty, uh, air force spouse. And I also work as a consultant part-time, so busy, busy, busy. Um, we are not crazy consumers, but we're also not, um, certainly not minimalist by any means. Um, I'd say we're pretty middle of the road. So as far as how I'm making my life simpler, we set out a year ago today, as you already mentioned, to not buy anything new for a year. It was a project that we decided um, would be a good time since my, it was at a good time since my husband was deploying and since he was going to some country clear across the world (laughs) where there wasn't anything to buy. (laughs) We know those places. (laughs) He was in whether he wanted to or not. So it was a kind of a good start and it was a a good time to make that break. We were also moving from uh, West Texas um, we took about, I'd say, 20% of our things with us um, to Colorado so that I could put the kids in different schools and be closer to the place where I work. So 
we decided that it would be a good trial run at living with less things. Yeah. Good time to start. And um, so that's exactly what we did. And I decided to write about it on the blog, The Simple Year, uh, mainly to keep me honest uh, and to give me a goal. Uh, and that's been really fun. That's fantastic. And, and I would say that that's how you're making other people's lives simpler is yeah. by providing a whole bunch of motivation and inspiration for people to, to join the, what you're doing. You know, it's just, it's, it, and I, what I wanted to know, the thing I've been wondering about is right. you talked about the opportunities um, uh, for being able to start your simple year, but what was the impetus? Was there a point in time when you said, geez, you know what? We have, did you trip over a toy or did you, you know, what was the one thing if you can recall? Yeah, I mean, there wasn't one thing. I think I always, so I've always been someone that that likes the the hunt at garage sales and thrift uh-huh. stores, and oh, yeah. um, I always thought to myself, there's so much stuff used out there. I mean, we just consume so much, and I had always thought that there was that it would be fairly easy with a little work um, and and focus to. To not have to buy anything new and live a perfectly full and rich life. So kind of in the back of my mind, that was always there. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't think, well, I don't think it was one thing. I think that, the, that my husband leaving and kind of giving us an opera and us moving, giving us an opportunity to start uh, fresh, if you will. I think that was one thing. And then um, the other thing is, you know, when I looked at kind of all the things we were even donating to Goodwill in a year, all these like pink plastic toys and yeah. things like that, I kind of felt like, well, can we reduce our footprint? Can we, I mean, I know that's a cliche, but can we make a, can we just personally make a little less of an impact? Right. And, you know, when I started this project, I really didn't set out to tell other people what to do. Um, but more demonstrate what we were doing. And then if that is something that people think, oh, well, if she can do it, I can do it, that's great. Um, but um, like I said, I guess in for, our, for us, it was more, you know, here's what we're doing, and believe me, if we can do it, you can do it too. Very cool. Well, you know, and I, I'm sure with all those military moves like Dana and I have had, and I know I've had through my childhood, after every move, it's it's – I can say it kind of gets easier because you got the system down, but right. it's still well, frustrating when you realize, golly, look how much stuff we still have. You right. Know? Right. And so you, uh, for your listeners, I'll tell you that, you know, you're allocated a certain amount of, um, of, uh, goods to move your household goods. So a certain amount of pounds right. based on time and, and, uh, rank in the military. The last move to Texas, we were 3000 pounds over. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that hurts. Right. And so you have to pay the uh, government back for that. So my husband was giving me the shaking his finger at me. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of some of this stuff. Yeah. So, and I will also tell you that right now we have 15,000 pounds in storage. And I've maybe missed three things in the oh, entire Oh, my goodness. It's been in storage. That's a telltale sign wow. right there when you don't need to have access to any of those things that you put in storage. That's yeah, huge. I think when we get it out, we're going to try and get rid of most of it. Maybe that'll be another blog. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and isn't it terrible when you find those things that um, uh, still have the 
the move stickers from the movers <laughs> from the last time you never even touched them. That's exactly right. So, yes. And I actually see those move stickers on things at Goodwill and ARC yeah. all the time. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff out there. And, and for me, one of the other things, and I think this is probably not just typical of military, but anyone, is that you get into this, well, what if, what if I need that? What right. if I need bar stools at my next house? Or what if I, you know, I need that tool later on, even though I haven't used it in 10 years, I might need it. So I think people kind of get into the, you know, I might need this later thinking as well, which I've found that, you know, the things that you really don't use all that much, but you might need every once in a while, I've been borrowing them from neighbors it's, yeah. and, it's, and it's given me an opportunity to meet my neighbors that I might not normally right. have. Um, and people are pretty nice about it. They're like, oh, yeah, I have a ladder that tall or whatever. Well, people so, love to help out whenever they can. I mean, it's crazy. You ask for something and they're just they're always wanting to be there to lend to you. I mean, it's an amazing thing. You're right. Right. Now, I would say that if you borrow from your neighbor's you know, their ladder. If you have like a post hole digger, you should probably be willing to return the favor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so I I think that that's been a, a big deal. It's kind of realizing that those things I keep, you know, just in case probably, you know, it's kind of silly to do that. Yeah. I'm with you. Well, you know what, for our listeners, if you could, can you explain the rules for yourself for this challenge and were there any special considerations for your family or your kids and, you know, your hubby while he was deployed or were they all on board? Well, uh, on board is an interesting state. <laughs> <laughs> they were, um, my husband was cautiously optimistic, um, but he, I think he was kind of worried that the project would fail and then I would be unhappy and nobody wants their spouse to be unhappy. So I think that was his big concern. Quite uh, but he, and, and, and he's not like a huge consumer, but he definitely is one that likes gadgets and things like that. So he was a little concerned about, you know, what if a new tablet comes out that I need or something? Right. Like right. <laughs> um, however, um, and the kids, they were more, you know, they were fine. They, um, however, um, as far as special rules and considerations, what we did is we decided that we wouldn't buy anything new. So that means that we would have to fix something if it broke or buy it used or do without. Um, we did buy consumables like uh, food, obviously, and medicine. But, you know, consumables I found, and this never occurred to me before I started, it can kind of fall into a gray category Uh because we throw away a lot of stuff that maybe we shouldn't. Like, um, I just kind of, I kind of set my parameters at things like I didn't buy paper plates and Ziploc bags and things like that, even though you might consider those consumables, I, I decided those were not consumables. Right. I tried to be realistic, like I did buy makeup, but maybe I didn't go kind of overboard with, you know, extra, you know, lash boosting. <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> you have a good start on the simple. <laughs> so, yeah, so... 
and and so we really tried to be honest with us what exact exactly constituted a consumable and uh, go from there. You know, there's a great uh, website out there called buynothingnew.org. And she has, I think she's a she, I actually never spoken with her or him, but <laughs> they have listed on there a um, kind of a rules uh, section, which I didn't look at ahead of time. But now that I look back at it, I think it's kind of good. And I refer people out to that if they want somewhere to start. Um, but the, the thing is, and I tell other people this all the time, you can, the great thing about this is you can make your own rules. Sure. Um, I, you know, kind of tried to make ours based on our lifestyle. But if you want to only live with 100 things or you want to, um, you know, stop using plastic, I mean, you can, you get to decide. Yeah, That's kind of right. what's yeah. cool about one of these projects. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I, I assume that you probably came into, you know, like you alluded to earlier, borrowing a lot of stuff or trying to get like secondhand type stuff. Or, I mean, yeah. you, didn't, you, just, you just didn't purchase anything new at all? No, well, not really. There were a couple small hiccups. I think um, I read that in your post today. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. cute. <laughs> um, but no, for the most part, and I, I will tell you this, I am 100% certain that anywhere in the developed world, you can get anything you need used. Wow. Now, there are some things I'd prefer not to have used, like new running shoes and things like that. Wow. However, I am... Uh, after this year, I would say that anything you need, you can find used, at, at least at this point. Now, I mean, maybe if we become more conscious consumers as a society and start using our things longer, maybe that used market will dry up. But right now, it is, I mean, anybody that has ever spent any time in a resale store will tell you um, it's just tons of stuff out there. So used stuff. However, having said that, I tried really hard not to just buy. I tried really hard to think, do we really need this? Good for you. Yeah. And so, especially since we didn't have all of our stuff around us, um, because I didn't want to just rebuy things I already had in storage for one thing. And for another, um, you know, this was all about an exercise and living with less and living in a more simple fashion. And I found that things that I thought or the kids thought or my husband thought were really important in the moment that if we'd had the opportunity to run out to Target and buy. Uh, but since we didn't and we had to look for used after a while, sometimes we decided we really didn't even need them. I mean, that like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's true. Like I thought I really needed a larger cutting board there for a while. So I was looking around for one. And finally, after a while, I was like, you know, I've actually been fine with this small cutting board. So things like that. I think that's really cool because I know that I, I overuse the phrase being mindful, but I mean, it really does force you to be more mindful about the things that you want and need and are willing to purchase or not purchase. I mean, it really does have a, when you put yourself to a challenge like this, I mean, it really makes you think, I mean, you are just, I think it's an awesome goal, first of all, you know, um, but you're right. It just really, it starts to become second nature, I guess, to say no to things. And so you're right. Yeah. And everybody, I mean, everybody in the family did that. So it wasn't just me saying no. I mean, even my kids picked up and were like, oh, yeah, we can't do that. Or I told my teacher I wasn't going to be able to do that this year or whatever. So I love it. That's great. Yeah, that you know, there's that saying necessity is the mother of invention. But I wonder what really is the 
the mother of desire. You know, how do you take care of the desire if it's just something that you want? That's something you really have to deal with internally. Yeah, right. And I think that's a good point. I mean, we use the term need and want interchangeably, right. I think, in this society. <laughs> yeah, we do. And You're right. And I don't think that that's, you know, that's definitely one thing I've learned over the year is they are not interchangeable words. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think my next question is, um, what was the most surprising thing or realization that you discovered about yourself during the challenge? Any big revelations there? Yeah. I think about myself, you know, and maybe I'm the only one that does this. But I think I tend to make things more difficult than they need to be um, in in my past life. So, you know, if the kids have some project at school, I, I tend to, like, get all worked up about, you know, the best and them doing the most and right. and and providing, you know, what we can. I learned that, you know, when you have – and I hate to say it, the excuse of not buying anything new, but but when I would fall back on our well, we don't buy anything new. Things really were much simpler, and and just the act of saying, oh no, we're not going to do that, or we can't do that, it really didn't diminish you know anybody's experiences, um, and it really didn't. And, and we were able to function fine, and nobody was considered you know unhelpful or weird or anything like that. <laughs> I mean, I definitely think I'm going to, in the future, maybe try and take a simpler approach to everything because I think, you know, I'm a little bit, uh, I don't, I know that people say type A personalities. I don't know if I'm that, but I'm certainly one that wants to, you know, jump into everything and help with everything, and do everything. And I think that you just, your life is fine if you don't do everything. Yeah, we, we talked about uh, that uh, in one of our early episodes, um, in, um, it was the Occam's Razor episode, that uh, you've, if you've heard the, that term before, you know, that's that simple, the simplest uh, reason is probably the, the reason something happened, and, and you can extrapolate a lot from that, and, and it sounds like you nailed that. <laughs> right, yeah, I Good. think so. So, yeah, I mean, it was a year of discovery on a lot of fronts. Good for you. So... Am I presuming here or maybe making a stretch here to say, did you find that your life was a little bit happier? I mean, I know it was just the three of you for a little while because your husband was deployed, but did you find that living a simpler life, did you find little bits of more happiness possibly? Yeah. I mean, I think one thing is we had time freed up and time to me equals happiness in a lot of ways, I think. Um, So it's an interesting so, yeah, that's an interesting question. So since my husband was deployed, I think there were difficult moments sure. that I was better able to deal with because we didn't have as much going on. There Does that go. That's sense? awesome, yeah. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, definitely a lot of, I think even now as we kind of go forward, we're finding that um, we find happy, like my kids are actually my oldest daughter was telling me what she wanted for her birthday coming up in May and she actually said socks. <laughs> I thought that, that was pretty good. I think that shows that you know you've realigned some uh-huh. of, some of your um, values. Good. Well, yeah, know, that was a win. Well, you know, we've you've been talking about your kids oh, and how mm-hmm. how well they've adapted and everything. Um, you know, 
are they, I'm just curious, do they have kind of like ownership of this now? Like, do they feel like more proud of this challenge that they've succeeded with you and joined you and have been able to do this? And, yeah, and I want can I tag on that? Sure. I, was there like a family meeting beforehand or was this just kind of, <laughs> so, no, this is it. This is life, kids. Right. Well, so originally when I told them about the project, I was trying to, so yes, we did sort of meet, but it wasn't more, it was more to outline the details, not right. to get feedback. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no committee, huh? <laughs> However, um, I, at the time, was saying, you know, this is going to be really fun for us. We, if we save some money, we'll do something really special after the year, and you guys can help with the blog and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So they were excited about it from that aspect. They were worried a little bit about, you know, they wanted to know these important questions like, well, does, are we still going to, is grandma still going to be able to buy us things? Can oh. we still have birthday presents? Um, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, however, kind of, and I did not tell my mother or my mother-in-law they couldn't buy them things yeah. um, just because you don't want to mess with grandma. So. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> But um, the uh, we did do things like birthday parties where we we did nice birthday parties, but asked for no one uh, the the kids didn't bring gifts and things like that, and it ended up being fine. Like I was, you know, as a parent, you're all worried that they're going to be missing out on something. But at the end of the day, like for instance, at those birthday parties, my kids truly. I think we're as happy going to bed that night as they had in years past. I mean, they'd spent a great day with their friends and, sure. and yeah. things like that. So I think they were hesitant at first, but as the year progressed and they realized that things were good and they, you know, weren't really missing out on anything, they were still involved in all their activities, Girl Scouts, soccer, Taekwondo, gymnastics, oh, wow. horseback riding, you know, they didn't miss any of those things. Um, They were fine. My youngest is actually our cheerleader and will tell random people in the grocery store that, in fact, she'd want early on, she told the (laughs) grocery clerk that um, we didn't buy new things because daddy left. Oh, Awesome. We got that straightened out. (laughs) That's funny. And then, um, but she's our cheerleader. She's the one that'll say, oh, we can't buy that, you know, no big, you know, and so she's the most excited about it. My oldest is a little bit more um, uh, vocal in when things aren't going her way, and and <laughs> but she, but they're fine. I mean, yeah. and they're happy. We also um, have planned a big trip next year um, with the money that we saved, and so they're excited for that. And we tried to show them kind of the cause and effect of that as well, which. It's a hard lesson for kids to learn. It's a hard lesson for some adults. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. And it's all perspective. I mean, um, I guess when you, you know, starting out at the family meeting, um, you know, new socks probably wouldn't have been a real big carrot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <And> now, <laughs> after this year, you get new socks. Right. right. <laughs> so. I, know. I know. I almost feel bad about that. Yeah. Not quite. <laughs> So can you share one of your most challenging experiences or any close calls you had during the challenge? Well, I mean, the challenging things, I thought the challenging things, honestly, going into it, were going to be the big three, like 
uh, Christmas, birthdays, um, Easter. I thought those were going to be the, the or back to school stuff. I thought that's what I anticipated was going to be problematic. But what those, you know, I had prepared for and I really sailed right through those. What became, I guess, kind of like what became day-to-day problematic was the little things like my child coming home and saying, I need a thumb drive for school tomorrow. Or, you know, the Girl Scout vests. I thought, I mean, there have been thousands of Girl Scouts throughout (laughs) history. I figured we'd have no problem finding like all the used stuff we needed, but it was more difficult than I thought. I think people might keep them as um, souvenirs or something like that. So, but things like that, those little one-offs were the things that, um, were the most difficult. We could usually find workarounds or just say, well, you're just going to have to pretend you're a Girl Scout from South Georgia this time around. (laughs) (laughs) Or roll one of the other Girl Scouts in the troop and take her vest or something. Yesterday, you're going to wear her. (laughs) So those things were, I guess, the those were the more difficult things that I really hadn't thought of. Oh my goodness. And I would have thought like, especially Christmas, cause I got so stressed out, um, the last couple of Christmases and I realized it was mostly self-imposed. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's what we do. I mean, the other thing, you know, kind of as an aside about gifts, I was also worried about giving other people gifts. And what I had found, I found at least kind of in my circle and I'm assuming everybody else is like, this is that, that once they kind of know, Oh, well, Carrie just, you know, if she buys things, they're used. I would either, if I found something perfect for that person in a resale fashion, I would buy it for them. But if I didn't, I either wouldn't buy them a gift at all because who, you know, because I think there's so many gifts out there that people just buy to, you know, so they'll have something to hand over. So I, rather than do that, I'd make a charitable contribution in their name. And, you know, it worked out fine. It was actually easier for me and faster. I did my Christmas shopping in like a half hour. <laughs> That's nice. Well, yeah, like to the Humane Society and yep. places like that. Oh, so, there's another benefit to living simply. I love it. Yep. That's right. <laughs> so, yes, I think... Um, I think, uh, oh, and as far as close calls, the one thing I, the, I, I always tell people, my story about buying the $2 headphones on the airplane, <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking in the flight, and I couldn't get my, couldn't find my headphones, so the flight attendant's like, well, they're $2, and she was kind of unpleasant to me at the, and I was a little afraid of her, <laughs> so, she, so I said, okay. So she comes back, and while she's gone, I remember that I can't buy the headsets. But then I was a, like, she was already, like, I didn't want her to be mad that she'd had to walk the 10 feet because she was already. <laughs> <laughs> so I just took, I just gave her the $2. And oh. so that was kind of my one, it was one of my snafus. But oh. yeah. Uh. <laughs> $2, I think yeah, I that slide, right? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you didn't let that weigh on your, your conscience for too long. No. Okay. <laughs> Well, I still have the headsets, though. I'm going to use them again. There you hey, go. Uh, sell my exactly. Craigslist. Probably get three bucks for them. Oh, Call you're it right. a win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you kind of alluded to this on your um, your post today mm-hmm. on your anniversary, but uh, just for the listeners out there, um, can you tell them how this challenge has affected the way you live, and if there are any new habits or lifestyle changes that you're going to keep? Yeah. Well, I mean, the goal. I think you use the word mindful, but 
and I think it's a great word, mindful consumption. I think we are definitely going to practice mindful consumption going on. That doesn't mean that we're going to be as stringent in our rules from now on. I mean, however, I think I would like to, I think it, I found it so much easier than I, than anybody realizes to buy everything used. I'm always going to check used first on, on most things. I'm also going to, I mean, I, and this is the truth. You, if you have children, you will. You really don't have to buy them new clothes. There are so many nice kids things out there, for instance. So, I mean, that's going to be one of my goals is to really just, especially for my kids, only shop used kind of for um, things like that, as well as um, really think about, you know, whether you need things or not. I mean, I think I told you or we, I mentioned earlier I'm going to try and get rid of things from now on or, you know, moving forward and, and kind of determine – I think there's one one of the philosophies of this minimalist movement that I really like is keep things if it's useful or if you, it's beautiful to you. Mm-hmm. And I, and I would I think that we're going to try and use that thought going forward. I, I'm not going to become a minimalist by any means, but mm-hmm. I think I'm going to try and 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 use those philosophies going forward. And you know the other thing that was not the reason we started this, but it's been a nice side uh, benefit is we saved a lot of money. I mean, so we could do some really nice things um, that we would not necessarily have been uh, able to afford. Like you know, I went ahead and bought the expensive tickets to the Nutcracker instead of you know, the ones in the back. Um, we're going to take the kids on a, a, a to Disney at the uh, over the holidays. And, um, which we normally would go, you know, the, the inexpensive time of year, but we decided to go over the Christmas break. So the side benefit is that we saved money so we can do more experiences as family, as a family together. And I think, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's great. I was going to ask you about the money, but I didn't want to be (laughs) too pushy or nosy. And I was, it's not as much as you might think. Yeah. For this particular thing, and or I thought that was an, a surprise to me, is um, because some things cost more. Like it cost more to get your garage door opener repaired mm-hmm. than it does to right. buy a new one. So um, there were things that I spent more on, but many things that I spent less on. Those things that checkout stand and those, you know, the grabbing something at Costco, oh, that's a cute, you know, something as you go by, yeah. those things really add up. So, I mean, it wasn't maybe as much as people might think, but it was, you know, it was at least $1,000 a month. Oh, wow. That's great. That's still pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You so. know, I like your the idea the, of the, you know, if it's useful or beautiful, then you can keep it. Because I kind of do the same thing with, like, with my clients and the people that I, you know, my blog. And, right. You know, I say, you know, if you don't need it, use it or love it, then you really need to think about letting it go. And so I know. And it's hard because also I think we get attached to things on an emotional level as well. And so one of the things that we, one of the challenges we have is, for instance, is my husband's mother passed away a couple of years and we still have a lot of her things, yeah, things yeah. that we don't need or use, but they're hard to let go. Sure. However, kind of as your mindset changes and the years pass, it's easier to let them go. So, um, 
we're going to work on that as well. You know, that's a good point. That's a good point. A lot of times it's just, just need time. You need right. time to adjust to this idea, to this lifestyle, to think about it. And I, I always tell folks too, if you don't know, just put it aside. Just come back to that later at another right. time when you're at, you know, better able to tackle it and think about it. You know, so that's good advice. Yeah. So as you kind of reach the end, well, this is exactly the one-year anniversary, right? So congratulations. That's awesome. You know, I, we really should, should have started out with that, explaining that this is one year. Yeah. And, right. and, uh, and what an amazing, amazing accomplishment and journey it must have been. And, and so as you reach the end of the year, can you sum up your feelings on – um, your experiences through it, any, any thoughts on the consumer society that the rest of us, we all have been taking part in for the last year? Right. And, uh, and, and tell us a little bit about the future. Yeah, so, well, I never really set out to be someone who tells people what to do. Um, in my mind, little acts add up. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do, our family wanted to do something small that if, you know, that we could manage. And then if other people were to do that as well, then it can add up to something large. Um, I kind of feel like we can't continue to consume at this rate as a world and keep our planet healthy. Um, So rather than talk about it, I thought, well, we should take, take action even in a small way. So that's kind of what we set out to do. I feel like we did it which is exciting. Yes, absolutely. But, and I will tell you this, that when I stood here a year ago and looked ahead of myself, it appeared so daunting. Oh, wow. And now as I look back at it, I realize it was pretty easy. And I did that by, and, and I know people say this all the time, but this is the truth. I just tried to take it one day at a time. When I started freaking out, oh my gosh, what am I going <laughs> to write about for 52 weeks? How am I going to do this for 365 days? I thought, well, you know what? I'll just focus on tomorrow or the next day. And then you just, those days just pass. So it was, like I said, if you want to take on a project like this, it can be done. If I can do it, you can do it. But just, you know, take it one day at a time. That's great. Hey, what advice. is it that you always say, Dan, sometimes? Simplicity isn't really simple, at least when yeah, you start it's, out. Yeah, it's not simple. It can be pretty darn complex in no. the, you know, in, in, through the process. But in the end, hopefully it's, it's, a, it's simple. It simplifies something. Yeah, it becomes a new habit right. and something you have to think about. Right. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Well, yeah. so, so now that it, you're at the end of the year, and I know that we have talked about this offline, but what's the next step for your blog? Yeah, well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> So I think that blogs, you know, that are year-long projects, I've been to them before online, and I'm always a little sad when, you know, something that's been cared for for so long is then kind of fallen to waste because the project's done. Yeah. So I didn't want that to happen, but I kind of felt like I would said enough on this subject personally. So what I, I have been very lucky and I've had a lot of good press and, and, um, and bloggers like Joshua Becker mention the blog. So I have a pretty good audience. I have over 600 subscribers and a couple hundred thousand page views so far. Um, I'd like to use the blog as a, as a platform for other year-long simplifying projects. So what I mean by that is I'd like to pass it off to another blogger 
for them to, to journal their own experience. And, and maybe that'll be something that happens through the years. But once again, I'm just going to take it this year at a time, <laughs> see how it happens. Yeah. And um, so I'm looking for somebody that would like to tell their story. And the unique opportunity I can offer them is an audience. Because the one thing if you that you guys probably know, but maybe your listeners don't know, is that blogging in order to be successful, and by successful, I mean read by people other than your family. family yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But my family doesn't even read my blog. So, um, But in order to be successful, it requires a lot of work, a lot of luck, and, 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 and diligence. So this is an opportunity to get kind of a jump start on having an audience read your blog. So right. if, you, if your listeners would be interested in such a project, I would love to hear from them. That's amazing. What an opportunity. I mean, work, really. They can go to The Simple Gear, and then you have the handoff page. Is that what you have right yeah. now? I have a tab at the top called The hand, uh, Handoff. Okay. And so it's just thesimpleyear.com. And I should probably say it's not The Simple Life because that's a different thing altogether, and a lot of people get that confused. Oh, good. Thanks for clarifying. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we'll, and we'll make sure we put a link in the show notes like we always do. Um, on th- these types of things, so hopefully we can help find us um, find someone for you. That'd be yeah. that'd be great. I could yeah. just see the future of this, though. I mean, really, if it you know you do find that right fit to right. take on a new you know challenge, and then right. other That's years not ahead, a challenge, but just a you know a challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't have to be the exact same thing I did, but yeah, wouldn't it be great if this grew in momentum over the years and kind of became a platform for all kinds of people? Absolutely, no kidding. Maybe yeah. you have multiple the simple year things going on, and a couple right. different ones going. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Well, Carrie has been wonderful speaking with you today. I'm so glad that you joined us, and congratulations on accomplishing your goal. Um, you're very inspiring, and you're just you're hilarious, a little sarcastic at times, which I absolutely love. I love that too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Try to um, keep it um, lighthearted. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm usually up pretty darn early in the morning and I'm going through my um, feed reader. And I try to be quiet because everybody else is still sleeping. But every once in a while, I'd be going through your blog, <laughs> and I and I snort and I hear it over my headphones, you know, but because it really is funny. Yeah, thanks. And, well, it's a funny situation. So yeah, well, it, but you know, it's it's really a it's a it's a total human story. Yep. And the things that you experience throughout the year, anybody can relate to that, and so. I, I I encourage people to also go back and read, uh, you know, through the whole year. It's really there's so many lessons to be gleaned and a lot of smiles too. Yeah. So, well, yeah. thanks again. That was it's been fantastic. And yeah. is there anything else you wanted to add or? No, uh, thanks so much for. I I also enjoy your podcast and uh, I listen. I have now figured out the the trick to getting them on my um, iPod, uh, my iPhone, so I can listen to them at leisure, and I've really been enjoying them. So thanks for all your contributions as well. Oh, thank you. Well, since this is your one-year anniversary, what's the next step uh, until you do find somebody to do the handoff with? Is the the blog still going to be active? Oh, yeah. Right now I'm... um, I am not posting per se. I think I'm going to have some guest posts on. Okay. Um, so the the blog will still be updated um, with other people sim- living simply. Okay. Until Good. I find the right perfect person to take over for the next project. 
Well, thanks, Carrie. It was wonderful speaking with you, and I am excited to um, share your story with everybody else, too. I'm sure they're going to be excited to check out the Simply Gear, and we'll be in touch. Thank you very much. Thank you, Carrie. Bye-bye. All right, so, I mean, that was awesome. It was fantastic. I loved I mean, it. What a motivator. And if yep. any of you are interested in the handoff, the handoff and, yeah. with Carrie, what a fabulous opportunity. Yeah, I All highly right. recommend checking it out. Yep, so. without a doubt. All right, so let's move on to the thing segment. And Vanessa, if you don't mind, I'm just going to do you go first. mine first that this week. That sounds good, right? sure. So my thing is Google Docs and Google Drive. I know you've heard me mention how much I like Google, but I can't help it uh, when I'm reminded daily of how useful and functional Google Docs is for me on a daily basis. As a matter of fact, the survey that I just mentioned um, earlier, that was done in Google Docs on a Google form. I then embedded it in the website at simplelifetogether.com slash survey. And there, it renders as a form when you see it, but as you fill it out, it populates a Google Docs spreadsheet on my Google Drive. So pretty cool, huh? That is so cool. And then I automatically get uh, a notification that, hey, somebody modified or added a record to the form. So I know exactly when you'll respond, which is awesome because I'm dying to know what you're thinking about the community. So um, yeah, good stuff. So I also love our ability to share our Google Docs, like our show notes for the podcast, and we work on them simultaneously. We're able to track changes and even bring up old versions of the Docs, and, and that's, that's fantastic. That is nice. You know, because there's been a few times where I copied, like on our show notes, for instance. Say I was working on episode 25 show notes. I copy over as, uh, our, we code it as SLT24, uh, and I copy that to do... SLT 25. Uh-huh. Well, I start typing on it and say, like, oh, I overwrote everything uh, yeah. without making a copy of it. Well, that's easy. I just, uh, I save my new one as SLT 25 and I go back to SLT 24 and I just open up a older version of it and restore it to that version. That's nice. So that's an amazing attribute of, of Google Docs. The other thing is they're always there in the cloud for me and I can access them anytime I need to. And I can work on them offline with a Google Drive folder on the computer. If, if that's something you want to do, you can have a drive on your, on your computer so that you can work on them offline. So Google Docs inside of Google Drive is my thing. Why would you want to do that? It's just if you didn't have access to... Yeah, like say you had them on your laptop uh, and, you, um, and it's, they stay synchronized on your drive uh-huh. and uh, you wanted to work on it while you're on a plane and didn't have Wi-Fi access oh, or something. Duh. Okay, that makes sense. So, but honestly, I, I used to have a Google Drive folder. I'm going to talk a little bit about next week. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Spring cleaning. A little bit of spring cleaning. Ah. Doing a little tech spring cleaning next week in next week's episode. Yeah, that was cool. So. All right. All righty. Okay. Well, my thing is I've got two things because although we're supposed to keep this simple, I never, I just always have two things or more. (laughs) Well, um, the first thing is I just got back from a week-long trip to New Orleans in Louisiana for the National Association of Professional Organizers Conference. And there were, I think, over 600 organizers. Wow. Um, there's a total of, like, I think 4,230-something out there or somewhere along that number um, nationwide, in, in NAPO, that is. But it was really cool because we were, you know, all these organizers got together to talk about how we're going to rule the world and declutter and, and simplify. And it's all also that. cool because that's the week that the hotel gives the entire housekeeping staff off. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we actually know. make our beds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we pick up our trash. It's all neat in there. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually, you know, a common joke there. But uh, seriously, it's pretty nice. <laughs> 
But what was really funny too is that I, you know, I have heard about New Orleans cuisine and I haven't been back there since 90, I think it was 96-ish. Um, that was the last time I was there is when I was in college. Yikes. But I got to try some of their awesome food and I got to try alligator meatballs, alligator sausage, crawfish étouffée, <laughs> oysters on the half shell, and homemade rabbit lasagna, which was delicious. And that wow. was my favorite dish. I love awesome. rabbit. It tastes like chicken. Huh, everything <laughs> of course. <does>. Yeah. <laughs> Put enough garlic in something, it's going to be great. <laughs> well, my other thing was the day after I got back, I finally got a chance to go through my reader and check out some of my favorite blogs. And I came across a video on storylineblog.com about real beauty sketches. And OMG, that's oh my goodness, okay. <laughs> this video, just it was just so cool. It really resonated with me. It, um, it was amazing. There was this forensic sketch artist and what he did is like he drew sketches of women just by them verbally describing their own features. Yeah, they were like hidden behind a curtain, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he drew a second sketch of these same women by the verbal descriptions of another person who got a chance to interact with them. I don't know if they were strangers or just someone they knew. I think they just I think they were probably just new people they got to interact with just for a short period of time. Yeah, like five or ten minutes is what okay, I Okay, yeah. Yep. So anywho's the two amazing things I discovered or that I, I got out of this was that one, how incredibly accurate the sketch artist was. To, uh, it was just amazing how he depicted these people just by listening to them. And then two, I was amazed at how different the sketches looked. The sketches where the person described themselves looked so much like sadder and lonelier and even depressed. They sure they did. Yeah, whereas the sketches described by the other person, the stranger, reflected just these happy, brighter, healthier, beautiful women. And that was just so amazing to me. It's like how you, this idea that you have of yourself is so much different than what other people have yeah. of you. Yeah. And so, and that was actually, I guess that was a Dove commercial, uh, a YouTube video. So I have links to that in the show notes, but that was a YouTube video, Dove, and I think it was called Dove Real Sketches of Women or. Yeah. A real beauty sketches, that's what it's called. So that was my second thing. That's like, like that comment we mentioned that one time before from World Domination Summit, the first one, where about the comparisons. You're comparing your insides with somebody else's outsides. It's exactly, yeah. it fits that. I was like in tears. I was crying. Yeah. Of course, everything makes me cry these days. I don't know. You're so emotional. <laughs> that's not simple. <laughs> <laughs> that's simply pathetic. I need to get rid of that emotional clutter. <laughs> oh. He cried too. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. I cried like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to some feedback. Okay, well, J.K. Hashab wrote, the only podcast I listened to in full oh, really? on That's iTunes, cool. in their iTunes review. It says, I came across this on iTunes looking for podcasts on simple living that I could listen to on my way to and from work. I love this one. The dual topic podcasts are interesting and so very informative. I even play them at home now and make my kids listen to certain parts <laughs> because, well, Dan and Vanessa are so much fun and make this road we are on a little easier one to navigate. Aww. Not to mention, of course, they are so cute together. <laughs> I had to say cute. Oh, my gosh. I hope none of my old boys listen to this one. Oh, it's but sweet. <laughs> now, now I'm back and downloading all the episodes have been, and have just joined the Edit and Forget It Challenge. Yay! Keep up the great work, guys. This podcast is awesome. And Dan, I'm with you. I'm using an Apple all the way. Well, thank you oh, very yes. much. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was very sweet. Awesome. Thank you so much. And remember our podcast about the OODA loop? OODA loop. I can't help it. Every time I got to do that. <laughs> well, the Observe, Orient, Decide, and Act cycle. Our friend 
Chris Jew wrote about how he used the OODA loop at the scene of a motorcycle accident and was able to prevent a bad situation from getting deadly. Wow, I was Isn't joking that around, awesome? but that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And you can check out Chris's post at where, Dan? At chrisjube.com slash OODA dash loop. And that's C-H-R-I-S-J-E-U-B dot com slash OODA dash loop. Woohoo! Good. Way to go, Chris, man. Yeah, Good stuff. Really. Good stuff. We got another one? Yeah, Pat left us a comment on episode 24 that said, I can't tell you guys how much I love listening to your podcast. I have learned so much from the entertaining way you present simple solutions to everyday challenges. You have made my minimalism path more fun, and I feel more liberated from all this stuff every day. Again, thanks so much. Keep up the great work. And Vanessa, I am loving your tips on YouTube. Your little girl <laughs> singing one of them was precious. Take care. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah she, I can't sunshine. help it. I gotta, you know, gotta show off the kiddos every once in a while. But yeah, <laughs> she loves to sing. Thank you so much. And Tanya from MauiShopGirl.com wrote this recommendation on episode 23's notes. One of my favorite apps that I think Vanessa might like too for maybe her clients is The Habit List. I tried out about 10 different habit tracker apps and this one came out on top. It took me a while to start using it consistently. Apparently I need to add use habit app to my app. <laughs> habit app. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but now I have been consistent this whole week. I've met most of my habit changing goals for this week. Also lost four pounds too. Wow. That's awesome. I'll write a post about it soon with screenshots. You basically list out habits, set the frequency, and track each day. The app also shows you your longest continuous run. For me, I need to focus more on my habits to change rather than the end goal. That's a good point. Anyhow, a few of my items are on the list. No junk food, $0 no spending day, and log into my food diary. That is That sounds really cool. Thanks, Tanya. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll have to check that one out. That is really cool. All right. I got a lot of habits. That... See how we're talking about how we learn from yeah. our listeners? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Okay, so that's it for episode 25 of Simple Life Together. On today's show, Dan and I talked about someday isn't on the calendar and some yeah. future Possibly plans. some future things on the horizon for simplelifetogether.com, depending on the community's input. That's right. And we also heard from Carrie Rifle of thesimpleyear.com. Yeah, she had an awesome, we had an awesome interview with her and she just shared her experience with us and that was fantastic. And remember, so. if you're interested in that handoff, I mean, how many opportunities do you have in life where somebody passes off a very, very successful blog yeah. with a built-in community already, passing it on to somebody else who is going to do maybe another simplicity project. Right. So if you're interested, check it out at thesimpleyear.com and she has a page that's called The Handoff. And my thing was Google Docs and how they simplify my life every single day. And my thing was attending the NAPO conference in New Orleans and experiencing some awesome cuisine. And also a video I watched on storylineblog.com about real beauty. Awesome. So don't forget, you can find all the links and info from today's show at simplelifetogether.com slash 025. While you're on the site, over in the left column, you can sign up for the Edit and Forget It Challenge, subscribe to the show, or leave an iTunes review by going to simplelifetogether.com slash iTunes. And of course, you can connect with us on Twitter. I'm at Daniel Hayes, and Vanessa is at Get Simplified. We have links to our Twitter and Google Plus profiles on the website. So let us know what you think of the show. Don't forget to take that four-question survey yes, at simplelifetogether.com slash survey. And uh, let us know how you're simplifying your life, too. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your simple life together. 